Our reading this morning is from the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 11 through 23. In Christ we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things, according to his counsel and will, so that we who were the first to set our hope on Christ, might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance towards redemption as God's own people to praise to the praise of his glory. Paul's Prayer I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, and for this reason I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him, so that, with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints. And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe, according to the working of his great power? God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. The word of the Lord. It's humbling and it feels a little ridiculous to follow a Mozart sanctus with whatever I'm going to say, but... Here we are. <laughs> this Sunday of All Saints Day, it is, um, it is my favorite day of the year because it reminds us to check in with our ancestors in the faith, to know that we are the result of the love of thousands of people who have gone before us. This last spring, many of you know that my husband and I were fortunate Uh, blessed indeed to walk the Camino de Santiago de Compostela in Spain, which is a Camino, a a pilgrimage path that people have been walking for a thousand years to make their way to Santiago. And as we were walking this pilgrimage, of course there were other pilgrims along the way who were walking for their own reasons, some, you know, because of different transitions in their life. There was a group of women whose kids had all just gone off to college. There was uh, you know, people who had just come out of a divorce, others that had, uh, were in remission from a cancer. And, you know, so people in our day walk for various reasons. A thousand years ago, most of them probably walked for repentance of sins. It was believed that you could receive forgiveness for having, uh, from sins for having walked the Camino. You got a, a pilgrim stamp to say that you were forgiven. I kept thinking of all of the pilgrims over the last thousands of years who had walked that path before me. Not in, uh, 
the, the sort of uh, ergonomically efficient, beautiful shoes that I had that made my steps comfortable even if I got blisters, not in the nice athletic clothing, but in wool, heavy garments, in rain. No Gore-Tex was involved for most pilgrims. But they walked, and they walked before us. I think of them on All Saints Day. I think of so many saints. I think of, of course, the saints that we have known, the people who who have walked in this faith before us. Certainly, I think of my own mother, whose Bible sits in my office with its well-worn and highlighted pages, who faithfully took us to, to church and Sunday school every Sunday of our lives. And I think of my grandparents who did the same for my parents before them and great-grandparents and, and people way back for as long as my family tree goes on <laughs> that have walked this journey and that have made a decision to be a part of the Christian faith, people who have known God's love and who have shared God's love and perhaps did that in ways different than you and I do. And yet today, even as we celebrate at Christ's table, there will be words that would be familiar to them because we've been saying them for a thousand years. There would be a pattern. I love that sense that we are connected not just with those of us that are here in the pews today and not in every other church in the country and around the world today, but that we are connected throughout time. As I stand at that table today, I will remember that I am one of millions of pastors and priests that have stood behind that table and welcomed Christ people to that table, to a table of fellowship. It's so important for us to remember that we are the result of love. There is a a, a poem that um, has been on my... I'll share it later today. And, of course, my phone flipped while I was talking. I had it all marked. Um, I promise you it's coming. It says, suddenly, all of my ancestors are behind me. Be still, they say. Watch and listen. You are the result of the love of thousands. You are the result of the love of of thousands. We are here today because thousands of people before us chose to build this church, came from other churches that were built for them, from churches that were built from them, that carry on this tradition of the radical love of Jesus Christ, that carry on this passion and commitment to sharing God's love and grace in our world. And so today, as we come to the table, I invite you to, to think in your mind of some of the saints in your life. Perhaps they are still living, and perhaps they are even in this room. And perhaps they have gone on before you in this last year or 50 years ago, but you still carry their love and their memory with you. And perhaps it is a saint of 500 years ago. They're all with us today. In the church, we talk about this this thin veil between heaven and earth. 
that the line is, is, is a thin place. And today we draw ourselves into this thin place and remember and give thanks for the saints in our lives. As we come to the table today, we are inviting those persons in our midst. We have a number of folks in our church who have passed um, in the last year, and we will call to mind their name, and a number of you have shared with us the names of loved ones, parents, friends, family members who have passed in this last year, and we will remember their names as well. Once we have uh, named aloud those ones, I'm going to open it to you. And so if there are other names that you wish to share, uh, we will light as many candles as we have and know that these candles could be thousands because we are the result of the love of thousands. And so uh, let us begin with a word of prayer. If you are... uh, Lighting a candle in memory of a loved one today, um, I'll invite you to, to come up here in a minute and we'll just make our way up to light our candles. Let us pray. With grateful hearts, O Lord, we remember before you this day your faithful followers of every age. Among them now are mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters, pastors, teachers, and friends who cared for us, labored in faith, and bore witness to the light. Loving God, into your hands we remember them. God, we give you thanks for all of these saints and witnesses in our lives people who have gone before us in the faith and whose love has blessed us on our journey. God, we lift their memory. We give thanks, God, for their countless acts of love and sacrifice. We pray, God, today for all those who grieve, surround us and give comfort as we remember and give thanks. For we ask it in the name of our risen and resurrecting Christ. Amen.